Welcome back to this obvious Simeon Rebellion episode of the Red Dice Diaries. Don't worry, I've not made a mistake in the title of this podcast. Listen on to find out what I'm talking about. Okay, so I am John. This is the Red Dice Diaries. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the podcast. So what do I mean when I'm talking about guerrilla podcasting in the title? Well, often you'll hear guerrilla, G-U-E-R-I-L-L-A, I think is how you spelt it. Guerrilla podcasting is refer- used when it's referring to people sort of recording on the go, using a phone, or basically not editing, just sort of like, as it is, you know, no frills, no holds barred. And I suppose that does apply to this episode, since although I'm recording it on a laptop, I'm recording straight onto Anchor with just a small Samsung Go mic. There's no real editing or anything going on, apart from putting the theme tune in. But that's not what I mean when I'm talking about guerrilla podcasting in this episode. No, I'm talking about actual gorillas, the simian apes. So why do I want to talk about gorillas? Well, I was thinking about the phrase guerrilla podcasting and the other day, and it occurred to me that gorillas, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm no zoologist, so you can perhaps correct me if I'm wrong, but gorillas are one of the closely, closest related species currently in existence to ourselves. Now, obviously, we know that we didn't come from gorillas, but we, we evolved from a species that was very similar to them originally, and we evolved into the humans we are today. However, if you look at a lot of sort of older D&D books or retro clones based on them, I've got two here. I've got a the monster book from Old School Essentials by Necrotic Gnome, Gavin Norman, and also I have possibly the book that started it all, Osric, the Old School Reference and Index Compilation, edited by Stuart Marshall, and I'm looking at the updated second edition. Now, I bring this up because in both of these these monster books or sections containing monsters, they contain a reference to cavemen or Neanderthals, depending on which book you're looking at. Osric has a monster rating for a caveman on page 200, and it describes them as Primitive tribal humans living beyond the reach of normal civilizations. Hunting parties of cavemen are led by a third-level fighter. In their lair, in addition to the number of cavemen determined, there will be a chief who is a fifth-level fighter and one of these four guards, fourth-level fighters. There's also a 10% chance per every 10 cavemen that a third-level cleric will be present who is typically the tribal shaman. And if we look in Old School Essentials, the monster book, for classic fantasy on page 44 it has a reference to neanderthal in brackets caveman squat powerful primitive demi-humans with ape-like faces they dwell in caverns and hunt cave bears shy of contact with humans with whom they are related but friendly with dwarves and gnomes so there you go just looking at these two books you can already see that cavemen are reputed to exist or can exist in your typical D&D world, they're obviously civilized to the extent that they can have character class levels and potentially shaman or clerics who act as their 
intermediaries between the forces of the natural world or the, the divinities, depending on what flavour of pantheons your campaign world has. But we know in real life that modern-day humans, in inverted commas, didn't exist at the same time as our primitive ancestors. So I thought it was an interesting question. How would these these sort of disparate branches of the same tree or these sort of different iterations of the same branch, how would they exist in a campaign world side by side? And I don't really have a great a great answer for it, to be honest, because obviously there's a lot of things that civilized, modern and in inverted commas, humans have in your campaign where you have the ability to work metals, produce intricate magic items, written scrolls, uh, certain architectural building types that just weren't possible with the sort of historical caveman. So would the caveman look upon these more modern ancestors or sort of descendants, I suppose would be the correct word, would he look on them with envy? Would he attempt to steal what they, they have? Or would he potentially look at them as though they, they'd somehow degraded since they they were cavemen themselves? For instance, if we look at the, the typical humans in your campaign world, and, in, and I'm talking about the sort of the typical pseudo-medieval campaign world here, since it's not really possible for me to cover uh, the whole gamut of different campaign worlds. So we're sticking to the, the sort of standard D&D pseudo-medieval campaign world. So your mileage may vary. But along with all the fantabulous inventions, the arcane powers, etc., that modern humans have in a D&D campaign world, they also have a lot of things which, let's face it, aren't great as well. There's normally rampant crime in cities, thieves, brigands, bandits, things like that. There's evil wizards conducting strange experiments, kidnapping people, raising their dead as zombies, uh, all manner of stuff, yeah, political backstabbing, things like that that sort of go on amongst the, the more modern populace of a campaign world. Now, obviously, perhaps there is a certain amount of sort of tribal hierarchy within the sort of caveman slash Neanderthal society, but I don't really feel there's the same sort of breadth of deceit or some of the let's face it quite fun things that occur in game when they're they're an antagonist doing it because it's great for you as a player to be able to like stand up to them and stop them and obviously if you're in a game where you're perhaps playing people more on the dodgy side it's fun to enact these sort of machiavellian schemes but would the caveman whose society is a simple matter of protecting your tribe breeding to keep the tribe going, perhaps paying homage to the spirits of nature or to your tribal gods, watched over by your shaman, with only the occasional sort of ructions due to jostling for position as head of the tribe, would they perhaps not be envious, but actually think that modern-day humans in a D&D campaign setting have actually lost quite a bit and have degraded since they were their their ancestors were cavemen themselves, so that's it for this quick episode. I just thought it was an interesting thing that I'd like to pop out there. Also, on a sort of tangent, we've we've obviously got the fact there are a lot of apes or ape-like races in various D and D worlds. Uh, those based on the sort of Barsoomian like Mars vibe have often got the albino like 
four-armed apes or whatever they're called, and of varying degrees of intelligence. And we know, take, for instance, the Planet of the Apes film franchise. Uh, if you look at that, there are numerous examples of like apes slowly becoming more human-like and sort of using them as an analogy to show how perhaps with civilization also comes the negative sides of civilization as well as the positives. So in the, the most recent iteration of Planet of the Apes, we see all the apes working together to throw off the shackles of oppression and get away from their human overlords. However, it's only once they're established and they really start forging and making out their own society that certain members of that society start plotting and scheming and using underhand tactics to advance themselves. Now, obviously, in the recent films, this is a metaphor for human society and how it works, you know, the price you pay for civilization. But potentially, that's maybe a theme that could be explored in D&D campaigns if you wanted to get into that. Well, thanks for listening for this episode. If I don't speak to you beforehand, have a very Merry Christmas and a fantabulous New Year. Hopefully we'll see you next year when we're going to start on Season 3. And it'll probably be more of the same, me talking about RPGs. And I'm hoping to get in a few guests and chat to a few other people. So until then, take care. Whatever games you're playing, have fun. See you soon.